Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, once again, my name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always. And today we have a good friend of mine and very special guest, Maria Whalen, with us. And she's here to talk with us today about what I'm calling her Entrepreneur Protection Program. Because most of us listening right now are business people. Life is fast-paced in the business world, and many of us skip meals, cut our sleep short, rely on caffeine or other stimulants to keep us going. We work so hard, it affects our health. But like any of you listening might empathize, uh, with once your health isn't good, everything else stops being important. In fact, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, for, or a quote from one of my favorite uh, mentors of all, Jim Rohn, take care of your body, it's the only place you have to live. So <laughs> Maria's story is she was diagnosed with multiple chronic uh, conditions, including fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue, fatigue syndrome, blah, 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 blah. She was in crippling pain with nearly every system and organ in her body malfunctioning. Over time, her body became so damaged she slipped in and out of comas. When the world of Western medicine told her it was incurable, that she would just have to live with this, this deteriorating and debilitating, debilitating condition, and that working and having kids were impossible, she turned to alternative medicine. And then where Western medicine was systematic but ineffective, alternative medicine was a chaotic labyrinth of just confusing options and conflicting advice. So she tried every option available to find relief for her condition, and when that didn't work, she enrolled in formal training studying pre-med, home, 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 how do you say that, Maria? Home, homeopathy. 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 There we go. <laughs> homeopathy, nutrition, and getting every kind of certification in these areas she could. In her journey, she was able to piece together a comprehensive approach to health that uh, that the maze of alternative medicine was missing. She found a way to help her body heal herself. With her new system and holistic approach, she fully cured her, uh, herself of her incurable diseases, and she now has a beautiful daughter, Rihanna, and has never been sick for as long as I've known her. I can also attest she's helped three people I personally know overcome things that they were told by their doctors would be lifelong problems. Plus, Maria is the go-to girl I go to to every time I overwork myself or just, you know, just run my engine way too harder, way, way harder than I should. Um, Maria, thank you so much for your time, for joining us today. I always value and appreciate our exchanges. And honestly, as a side note, Maria has just been a phenomenal friend and just really, really kind to me for almost no apparent reason when I moved to California. <laughs> Opening doors, connecting me with people. She just, she really is someone that just likes to see uh, people, communities, and places grow. She really is someone that lives up to wanting to live, leave people, places, and things better than how they found them, which is a core value in my mm -hmm. business. And it's just something that I've always really appreciated in you, Maria. So thank you so much. Mm, thanks, Daryl. I appreciate that. Yeah, oh, good. So now, how did you kind of get started in doing this for, as a business? I mean, obviously, you had your own health concerns in the beginning, and you've built yourself a very respectable business in helping others. But how did you even get started? 
Yeah, good question. It was obviously a progression of things that uh, one thing led to the other. I'm, I was in technology a long, long time ago, and then for about eight years, I, I had become a chef, and I started my own kind of personal chef service business. And I was always doing kind of the innovative, leading edge, never felt you know fit in the box kind of person. And as you know me, I'm I'm like you. We're just always going a million miles an hour and. <laughs> Like, you want to create a new business overnight? Oh, we're the ones to go to, right? right. So, <laughs> yeah, and people are always like, how did you do all that overnight? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, you just do, you know? That's right. So I'm just that kind of person, and I'm really, like you said, it's like, I just don't think the same way. I'm not the kind that says you have to go to school and do this, and that I'm not a mechanical. So, you know, I've suffered, obviously, from my health issues. I had three rare autoimmune diseases, and it just got worse and worse, and my story is a very emotionally moving one, but I'm not going to go there for now. But, you know, when I got to the end of my rope with all of that, you know, really was a life or death situation for me. And um, as I went through that process, as other people probably have similar stories of what got you to where you're at, it's usually because you had some experience that opened your eyes to something. And um, for me, it was definitely that. Um, you know, it wasn't so much the awareness that Western medicine is a sick care plan and that, you know, it's something you don't ever want to have to use unless it's a life or death situation. Um, you know, that's that's usually pretty crystal clear to most people nowadays. <laughs> and so, um, but really the thing was when I was trying to figure it out naturally, I said, I felt it inside of every fiber of my being where I was like, there is a problem. And it's no different than if you're in the financial world and you see corruption or you see, hey, this is a problem and I need to create a solution for people, you know? Right. So it was just the same motivation that came across for me where I was like, this is nuts. This could take people the same 10 years it took me to figure out an $80,000 at a minimum, you know, and, and and if you get to live that long when you're actually sick, right? right. So. And it's, so really the past – go ahead. Oh, I was just saying – and it's just not common knowledge either. I mean that's one of the things that surprises me. I'll come and be like, you know, I know this – you know, it's quote-unquote common knowledge. Something you'll be like, Daryl, no, 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 no. That's so wrong. And it's stuff that a lot of other health professionals and people, they think they're healthy because they drink their green juice, smoothie, and all that stuff. <laughs> but they're missing the, the bare-bone fundamentals. And Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's such my pet peeve. I'm like – I think I spend more time on pet peeves in the industry than anything else because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly going, no, 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 no please don't do that to my industry, but it's the nature of the business. You know, I mean, even Western medicine is jumping on board with trying to get into the marketing because they see, you know, it's wherever the cash is. So unfortunately it's very hard for people to navigate nowadays through what's really true and what's really a marketing, you know, funnel that you didn't realize, you know what I mean? So it's very hard to find that integrity balance. And that's, that's something I'm really passionate about. It's a Sicilian in me. You know, I'm like, I will die for that. <laughs> like, you know, I will not sell out. You can't buy me. And I've been trying to, you know, they've, I've been, you know, lots of supplement companies have tried to buy me out. So, you know, it's just one of those things where it's, we're kind of a rare breed and that's unfortunate, but it's, it's the nature of it. So, um, so I created a system, you know, I took it a whole nother level, which was, I don't, we don't just need people to help them feel better and, you know, get them not sick. I want to get people to a place of full independence where a, they never get sick and they know how to never get sick, but that they're really their own doctor. And that is really what's revolutionized the industry. And that's why I'm getting ready to be in a movie. And all these other things have come about it where I wasn't some person sitting back going, Ooh, what could I create that would become successful? I literally just came from a place where I went, I don't want other people to have to go through what I went through. And 
I also was so passionate about freedom that I'm like, you know, my, my 10 year old daughter, it's like, you will never be sick because I'm never stepping foot in a doctor's office. So, Mm. you know, I was so committed to that, that it was like, I got to teach other people how to do what I'm doing. And, um, you know, just turned out that that's unfortunately what's really needed right now in our world. So can I just ask you a question? Because I already know there's some people that are like, never be sick. Right. Because I don't even know. I even like, I'll admit it. Even when I first time, I'm like, yeah, okay. You probably help people be healthier, but to never be sick. I mean, that just <laughs> seems like it's a befuddling statement to hear. I mean, yeah. Yep. And that only illuminates the problem we have, right? We've gotten so far away from anybody teaching us how our body actually works and on a comprehensive level. And that's really what is missing. And that's what was missing for me. And honestly, I mean, I went, I was a pre-med student. So I studied Western med and alternative. And by the time I went to school, I had already figured it out for myself. So literally my professors were coming to me saying, Hey, you know, where did you get that? I saw what you, I saw what you said in class. Where did you learn that? And then, Hey, could you help me with my health? And and I started realizing, like, what the heck? You know, you're yep. you're a Chinese medicine professor of 50 years. What are you – why are you sick? Yeah. And that's what I realized is that it was so fragmented. Nobody puts it all together. So so I really just boiled it down. I said, we need a system. Your body's a system. you got to know how to work with the system. No different than you would put a business together, right? right. You're, you know that your, your business isn't going to work if you only do marketing, right? There's got to be – sales and you know financial management blah 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 right so yeah right so that's it i just put it together and create a system and said here's the most powerful medicine in the world most things people just don't know about and i think that was just a blessing in me suffering for so many years i uncovered a lot of stuff you might not have come across if you didn't have to save your own life yeah <laughs> you know well that's yeah i mean it was a, uh, necessity is the mother of, of innovation. So now what are some things, because again, we've got an audience of people who are just like me. And even honestly, when I first started coming and hanging out with you and Jay and them and at the house, you know, I mean, I was just working my butt off, skipping meals, you know, short sleeping cycles, all that sort of stuff, you know, and I mean, there's no one that they're going to, I hear people talk about balance all the time. And I don't know if that's really like, I believe in that. I don't know your feelings mm-hmm. about it, but I don't think you can be successful in a lot like, you know, the world champion champion for whatever pick and pick a pick a sport we'll say judo you know what i mean like they don't have a there's there's nowhere near balance in their life like they had to right. work everyone else but how do you do that and <laughs> still stay healthy at the same time how do you do that and not get sick at all like that's why i call it you got another right tool that's it so this is a great analogy so i think of a nascar driver and you think about those cars that they're driving you know, they're, they're changed and imagine and compare that to a regular you and me driving on the, in, on the street in our regular cars, mm-hmm. right? We're not changing our tires the same amount, right? We're not changing it every time we go 50 laps around our neighborhood, right? right? right. So the NASCAR driver, the car is being driven like an entrepreneur and therefore they use different tools. They're using really high quality things. They're making sure everything in that engine and everything on that car is checked, you know, nonstop. They're using powerful things, things that have endurance, you know, and that's it, right? So, like, there's times you've been at my house and I'm like, no, no, this is, we play a whole different ball game here mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just something as stupid as a smoothie. And I say stupid because that's a marketing hype out there. And I'm like, smoothie is not a smoothie. It's a formula, if you know the formula. So, if I can get a week's worth of nutrition in one smoothie, 
how how much more efficient can I be, right? Right. Now I'm I've changed the game, so I can go a whole day or two on my fuel because it's the most premium fuel there is, and that gives me more time if I want to burn my engine a little faster without harming me, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just knowing the right tools. That's it, you know. So I don't worry about. That's how I never get sick because. See, I've got my foundation really strong, and I'm always staying ahead of myself. So if I know I'm going to go drive really hard, I've got new tires on. Right. That's it. So are there any, like, can you give me any, like, tidbits or hints? Like, when you say, like, the systems and different components and how they all work together, and, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, what do, what do I do? I want to be healthy and I'm already working. Like, like help me. What, what do I, do you know what I mean? Like I work my butt off. I pump my body full of caffeine and probably alcohol as well. And Lord knows what else. Um, right. So, I mean, we're talking about fuel and all that. Like what, what's the alternative? I mean, come on, I'm get I'm going to whole foods and get my smoothie and that, like, what do, <laughs> like I'm doing what I think I should be doing. What, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Good question. So I'm going to actually, I'll just, with your audience, I'm going to share the five pillars that I teach people. So when I do a workshop, I spend two hours explaining these pillars. So I'm going to give you these places because if you can actually just refocus your attention in the right place, you only have to do it one time. And so it's much like building a house. You know, if, if, if you have, if you, you know, cheapskate and do a shoddy job on the foundation, you know, you might put up pretty windows and everything else, but it's going to eventually not last, right? Right. So it's really just refocusing your attention to these foundational pieces. And so these are the five places I tell people, literally, this is the place where your body will heal anything from. So if you have anything now, and I literally mean anything, I don't care what you've been given or what title, anything that heals from these, and this is how you keep from ever getting sick again, by focusing on these. So it's your immune system your hormones, um, your DNA, your physical structure, and the mental-emotional component. Now, obviously, we're limited here on how much I can explain in this amount of time, but, you know, I take people through a 12-week process, and it, you know, it fits the lifestyle of the, you know, single parent or the parent, the, you know, husband and wife with four kids or the entrepreneur, because it really doesn't matter. It's like, here, we can do the cliff notes or we can do the short, you know, the long version. But, you know, if you can get the cliff notes to those five things, you can really protect yourself. So it's just refocusing to those. So if you haven't done work on any of those or really focused on those five things, um, those are guaranteed always going to be what what is missing. And sorry, there's immune system, DNA, physical structure, mental and emotional. What was the fifth one? Hormones. Hormones. Got it. Got it. So yeah. you're saying that the cause of all illness is an imbalance in one of these areas? Yep, and it literally will not work if only four and all five must. It has to be all five. So how do I change my DNA? <laughs> so chemicals, right? So, you know, I always tell people there's there's two things that are behind every ailment, and it's two questions you have to ask. And it's, the first one is, what am I doing that's in my body's way? And secondly is, what is it that I'm not giving it that it's asking for? So the first one, you know, really applies to the DNA conversation because um, we're totally unaware of what we're touching to our body. So, you know, anything you're putting on lotion, shampoo, shaving cream, cologne, um, what is in your water, what's in your food, you know, what you're breathing in, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So one toxic chemical comes in, and if you understand DNA or the DNA helix and all those things to it, then you kind of you can understand. So imagine you have a perfect DNA, and this chemical comes in and knocks one of your 
I call it like a little rung in the zipper. You know, if you know the DNA is, mm-hmm. a, is like a zipper, right? It knocks one of those out while your DNA is constantly taking a snapshot of it and recoding it like a transcription or transcribing what is. Well, when that happens, those chemicals, it takes a snapshot of now the damaged DNA, and that's what you continue to recode. So, you know, we get those chemicals out of your body. You start repairing the damage from those. So much like a flood in a building, you know, you turn off the water first. You wouldn't just start cleaning it out, you know? Right, 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 right. So that's it. So you got to identify what the culprits are. Then you got to go in and you got to fix the damage and then you rebuild it. And that's where most people go wrong. You know, they'll get on some marketing hype or, you know, some new fad. Right, like, let's just go detox. <laughs> yeah, or just let's all go detox, right? And it's like, hold on. You don't even know how toxic you are. We can cause a lot of other problems. And so, do those, I just want to ask this because I've heard all sorts of things that detox die. Like, they're just, they're, they just don't work. There's nothing to a detox. Is that true? What's your, like, I mean, I know I'm speaking in broad terms. It's all contextual. Yeah, it's all contextual. It can work if done properly. But again, detoxing is one thing, right? Like I'll never let anybody cleanse until I've got their vitality to a certain place, Um, you know, and that we make sure all the other pieces aren't missing. So I, I tend to see more people come to me because they did some juice cleanse or some detox without doing it in the proper order. Um, so I always tell people that's why you have to work with your body like a system. You got to do things in the right order, with the right timing, with the right tools, mm-hmm. and those are the those are the right components, right? We all can speak the same language when you talk about business. Right. <laughs> it's funny to me when we talk about health. It's like everybody looks at me like a deer in the headlights, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> you just said it when it comes to business. What? <laughs> right? If you were if you were preaching at me about like Maria, you got to have this in your business. Got to have that. You got to do it with the right tools, and you know what I mean. Like right. we've all learned our lessons from taking shortcuts or not having the right tools. Right, 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 right. So, all right. So, immune system, hormones, DNA, physical structure, and mental and emotional. Can we go kind of dive into each of these a little bit? I mean, I guess sure. a bit about the DNA because that's. Um, I guess you, that's. <clears throat> how does something affect your DNA? Like a skin lotion, a cream on my skin can affect my DNA. Absolutely. In fact, that's one of the biggest things because your skin is your largest organ and most chemicals uh, that are introduced into our body get to go filtered through our liver, which kind of somewhat protects us. Uh, But your skin doesn't, it bypasses that. So it's going straight into your bloodstream. You're sucking it in. You know, our skin is porous, right? You put a lotion on, it's gone. It sucks it in. Right, right, right. So, yeah, very much so. You know, it's funny you say that because I remember when I was in Japan and I was having skin issues. I was having like a rash and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I went to see a dermatologist in Japan. He didn't speak a lick of English. But all he could with our with dictionaries and trying to communicate, all he told me was cheap soap. I remember that. He was like, cheap soap. And then I, you know, studying to find out that all these, you know, new soaps and that they have all sorts of extra things that we don't necessarily need added to them. And apparently they can even harm your DNA. Like, that's frightening. I'm going to go to the dollar store now and buy some cheap soap. <laughs> If you took if you took everything you t- you were using, so for example, your toothpaste, it's got fluoride. Fluoride is a neurotoxin, and that goes straight to your brain. Now think about where your teeth are, closest to your brain. So you know, like you take all the stuff you're using, just look at the chemicals, look them up. You know, go to there's a great website called ewg.org, and they have a skin deep database, and you can just type in the ingredients, and you'll see the toxic level. You'll see you know, what it does, you know, to say that it's a neurotoxin, it can cause this, this, and this. Um, you know, we see it. it's so prevalent. It's crazy. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I have a 10, I have a 10 year old, so I spend time at her school 
And my daughter's life is so drastic, so drastically different than the rest of the kids. You know, she played soccer before. She, all her kids had to stop to take puffs on their inhalers. And my daughter's looking at me going, Mom, what in the heck is going on? You know, <laughs> and you go to school, you sit there and you open up their lunchbox. And I said, if I added up every chemical right there, just in that one little chemical bomb, you know, that's enough to give you ADHD, ADD, all these fake titles we've made up in our culture um, to avoid being, you know, connecting the dots. You know, it's like this is all such basic stuff that that if we got 100 years back and further, you know, you would see they've been saying it for thousands of years, every ancient healing modality, even Hippocrates, right? The thing that all of our medicine was supposed to be based on, mm-hmm. you know, let food, let food be that medicine, first do no harm. We've just gotten so far away from that. You know, we can't even say let food be our medicine anymore because our food is so chemically you know, altered. Toxic. So much of our food yeah. is so toxic. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to do it differently nowadays. We got to be more diligent. got to be more aware going in with our eyes wide open and it's not to create a lot of fear and it's not to be hyper vigilant about it. But like people always say to me, how do you eat out so much? Cause I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even think about it. It's not even hard for me once you understand how to do it, you mm-hmm. know? So then it's simple and in a little, sometimes it takes a little extra prep work, but it's worth it. So, so I mean, mental and emotional is kind of an easy one to understand. Um, you know, physical structure, you mean just having like a good posture in place? I mean, how does, how does the <laughs> physical structure make you sick? Yeah, good question. Well, I mean, if you just did something as basic as you think the chiropractic philosophy, if you've got nerves that are pinched, you know, your nerves send energy and, and you know, have a communication system within your body. So, of course, that's just kind of a common sense one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I take it a few steps further because inflammation, most people deal with inflammation in mm-hmm. their body. In some way, shape, or form, right? A lot of pain, back pain, knee pain. I don't care what kind of pain it is. Um, So teaching people how to get the inflammation down. Almost every cancer has a route to inflammation in your body. So inflammation in your body is a very dangerous thing. And then just physical structure. I'm talking the health of your bones, your bones, including your teeth. So learning how to actually really keep your bones strong, right? Things like that are such myths like osteoporosis and stuff. It's like those don't, that shouldn't have to be the case if we knew how to do this properly. Wait, what do you, what do you mean by that? Can you expand on that a little bit? Which one on the osteoporosis? Yeah. Like, Because we hear all these things, right? And we just accept it as the truth. Of course, because someone in the suit that's an authority tells us that. So why would I believe? Oh gosh, well, because they can put you on medicine for it. That's why. Um, so, you know, the health of your body, a lot of people don't understand it. They'll, they'll, we hear things like calcium, your bones, uh, you know, let's just say your bones are made from calcium if we just simplify this. And so the obvious thing most people think is, let me go take calcium. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not how your bones actually produce and create calcium. So when you actually take a calcium supplement, you're actually creating the problem. You actually create calcification in your body. So it's very interesting, you know, when you actually understand the physiology of your body and the proper ways to produce it in your bones. So I never give people or tell people to take things that force something on your body. When you know the system, so it's much like an engine of a car, if you were a mechanic who only understood the nuts and bolts but didn't understand how the system works, you would be very ineffective at your job, right? Right, right. (laughs) So it's, it's more important actually to know 
the functionality. So it's the physiology of an engine. And, um, you know, an engine has lots of systems within that system. Our bodies are exactly the same. Got it. So now what are some of the pillars to a good immune system? So 80% of your immune systems really, really is in your gut. Really? So, yeah, absolutely. And the caveat to that is your gut is, is about as complex. In fact, I would be go so far as to say it is as complex as the ocean. So think about how long people have tried to study the ecology of the ocean. Right. You know, it's the same thing with our gut. And, um, you know, that's why scientists are constantly going, I laugh at it. You know, they're constantly like, oh, my gosh, we just discovered that this bacteria, you know, is great for this. I'm like, yeah, we kind of knew that like 800 years ago. So, (laughs) So they're just trying to kind of keep up with what the body's revealing to them, you know, where... If you understand really how the body works, then it it, it's all make, it all makes sense if you're not trying to alter it with a chemical. Um, you know, that, that's the basic thing, honestly, that's the most fundamental, is you actually have to trust that our bodies are designed a certain way. And if we're in denial, if we're in denial of that, then we've already missed the mark, right? Like, you know, your heart just beat without you asking it. You know, there's a lot of self-protecting, self-regulating mechanisms your body's doing at every moment. Um, you know, so it's very intelligent. It's actually far more intelligent than any human being will ever be, mm-hmm. um, because we've been studying it for how many years, you know, even in my medical books in uh, pre-med, you know, the theme of it is every 10 years, they'd be like, Oh, we thought that it was this, but now it's this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, we're, they're just trying to figure this machine out because mm-hmm. it's so complex. Right. And, um, yeah, so that's really it. That's why what I came up with and created that system has been, unfortunately, so revolutionary, but it's actually just so basic. Um, but you have to really believe in this system because if I don't, then I'm looking for other things right. rather than focusing where the answer actually was already sitting, you right. know? Right, right, right. Yep, yep. I mean, that's, and that's, that's the reality in a lot of things. I mean, anything that you want to excel at, usually it's not, you know, a dozen things or a couple dozen things. It's a handful of fundamentals that have just, yeah. you know, and that's why they're called fundamentals because I mean, from my martial arts background, you can go and win the world championships as a black belt with fundamentals because they work. Right. But if you try these yep. flying, whatever, you know, flying triangle, all this fancy stuff, I mean, it's great <laughs> and it's cool when you hit it. Right. And, and people, everyone gets to see you, but if you, that's your only game plan, like that's why so many people falter and fail. So, so, all right. So immune system, we talked about DNA. We talked about physical structure, mental and emotional health. I'm, I'm forgive me if I'm glossing over this, but it, it's kind of something, is that something that kind of a lot of the mainstream is, you know, like if feeling good is feeling good and confident and, you know, and having a good outlook, is that, kind of fit in with that or is there more to it <clears throat> you mean as far as if you do the pillars just feeling good correct yeah it can be a quite an illusion in our culture you know I, I actually i actually have a problem with that more than anything else so um because until you can like until you actually know so i'm going to go back to the mechanic analogy mm-hmm. um that'd be like a, a real mechanic he's been a mechanic for 50 years telling you you know, hey, you need to look under the hood and you need to be able to let me teach you about this. And you're like, I'm good. My car's good. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, because it runs good now. Right. They would be like, what? You know, like <laughs> it's going to break down. Right. Yeah. That's just common sense. But that's what we do now. And until you actually know the interpretation 
of your body and what's going on, you cannot make that claim. And that's what I tell people. So I can't stand when I hear people say like, I'm good, I'm healthy, I don't get sick. That's not what healthy means. And you're, you're trying to translate Russian into Japanese, you know, it's like, you're not even speaking the same language because you don't know it. And so you really have to take some time to learn the basics of those, those five pillars. That's really, really critical. Um, so you got to educate yourself before you can make a claim that you're healthy or that you're good or that you're protected, you know? Right. Now, how do we influence our hormones? That's the fifth pillar. I mean, I want to I want to make sure everyone here that's call you know they they leave the call with a bit of direction, something to help them because I know that they're probably listening to this on the way from one thing to another. Um, right. Talking about how right uh, entrepreneurs how we run ourselves into the ground, but with hormones, are we able? How do we influence your hormones? How do you like how? Yeah. Great question. So, and obviously it would be hard for me to, like, if I always have people sometimes going, I wish you would just tell me what to do. And it's like, no, because I would harm you and I'd be no different yeah. than everybody no, else and we don't, yeah, to tell you on it. Was it prescription without diagnostic is malpractice? And so we're not trying to prescribe yeah. anything here. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Even on a holistic, <laughs> yeah, even on a holistic side, if I said, oh, go take maca, then everybody's going to think they're fine, right? So right. I'm going to, I, I, it serves you more for me to tell you um, what not to do and then also to have the bigger picture of the understanding because then you can focus your attention properly. So when it comes to hormones, um, you know, I never force a hormone on a body. And so it's really important to understand, again, the hormones, just like our, it's funny how our immune system is called a system, mm-hmm. immune system. Mm-hmm. It should be called hormone system. Um, the same thing that works with hormones. Our hormones are a system. They require lots of things. So, for example, the health of your liver has a lot to do with how balanced your hormones will be. That's where your hormones start to metabolize. Um, hormones are fat-soluble. So all this hype and craziness about cholesterol that's really actually causing more problems for people who are trying to get rid of their cholesterol issue, it's the wrong, wrong focus. Right, but that ends up becoming a domino effect and affecting your hormones. You almost hear every cancer is a is a hormonal relationship to it, right? You always mm-hmm. hear it's a this kind of thing. So we wonder why we've got you know cancer rates off the you know yin yang, and um, and then of course you know all these things. So you you start to see how these all overlap these five pillars, right? So we talked about DNA. Right. All those chemicals will create actually bad estrogens, and those bad estrogens will definitely lead you down the road of cancer, I can't say cause, um, and throw off your hormones. So lots of times, you know, one of the things in the hormone system that I focus on is your adrenals, which is your gas tank, right? So if you've got adrenal issues, you're going to have inflammation issues. And, you know, I think that's the number one entrepreneur issue is adrenal issues. Because we all burn the candle at both ends, you know, and especially if you're living off of stimulants like coffee, um, eventually it's going to catch up to you and kick your butt like hard. And, um, you know, that's that's no different than running your car to when it's on fumes. It's going to eventually stall and die. And, um, you know, your hormones, your thyroid, and this applies to men and women. It doesn't matter. This is not a gender thing. And um, your bad estrogens and then. Um, your progesterone, which is your master hormone for everybody. And so there's a lot, of course, underneath each one of those. But the important thing is, is you have to know how to nourish each one of those. Those four things are, um, are real pivotal in that system to make it flow properly. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why, you know, it's, again, that's why each one is focused on individually and, and at the same time simultaneously right. within all the five pillars. Got yeah. it. 
So hopefully that makes sense. But, you know, I see so many guys doing crazy things because they want to build muscle. And it's like, great, we're going to build muscle. And what are you going to have in, you know, a couple of years from now, right? Because we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Right, right, right. So there's a good way to do it. I mean, there's nothing you can do that if you want, but you have to make sure that you're not creating an imbalance within your within your 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 your, your own personal ecosystem, right? I mean, if well, I guess what I was what I was alluding to, just to be clear, was like people who are injecting themselves with chemical um, uh, hormones, stuff like that. You know, if you're really altering your hormones, that's that's equivalent to go shaking a bee's nest. You know, you never, ever want to mess with your hormones. Those will bitch slap you so quickly. It's not even funny, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And and this is the the number one thing I see the most in this one. I swear I face palm myself 20 times a day on is the people who think because they lose weight or want to lose weight and people are selling you on the weight loss stuff, right? That's probably one of the biggest things out there on the market. And, um, and they sell you on losing weight, people don't understand most of your toxins are stored near fat tissue. So imagine losing 30, 50 pounds. What do you think just happened with all those toxins? Right. They're all, nest. they're all flowing around <laughs> in your body now. Yep, absolutely. You just shook the nest. So you have to know how to lose weight and do it safely because, well, that's great for you to lose weight. I guarantee you a diagnosis is going to stop you and ruin your life a hell of a lot more than weight will ever do you know right so those are the things where you got to have a little integrity you know what i mean yep yep yep. people want i'm like i could show you how to lose weight in two minutes but you know i care more about your life than than making a quick buck so no 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 you know and again that's i think that's common whether you're a consultant or you're doing some sort of service or whether you're offering uh, medical advice what is it the diagnosis without uh sorry prescription without diagnosis is malpractice and so on this call we're trying to give away what we can to point people in that direction but we don't want to definitely we definitely want to prescribe anything we're telling people what areas to look at and the areas that once again are your immune system your dna which is kind of like what chemicals are you interacting with if i understand correctly on a daily basis Mm -hmm. your physical structure which can be energy blockages within the body or pinched nerves or um, just anything that's preventing you from functioning properly as your body's designed to then mental and emotional because worry can give you an ulcer um, I learned that really when I was really young e- en- emotions e motion energy emotion and so your thoughts and feelings can mm-hmm. manifest in your body and illnesses and disease and all sorts of ways ways shapes and forms and then hormones because hormones I guess hormones are what a, I was gonna say the building hormones run your body, you know. Mm, think right. about think about all the jokes that are made at women, you know, with hormones regarding hormones, right? It's a real thing, and uh, it's unfortunate, but yeah, hormones. <laughs> Look at you, like it's unfortunate, but <laughs> well, it's unfortunate because they're so easy to fix, and I hear women suffering after having a baby with postpartum, and mm. you know, even just depression. I mean, depression comes from your gut. People don't even realize it, you know. And, um, yeah, so they're all interconnected. This is why it's like, this is again, that goes back to that system conversation. So when you try to pull one thing apart, which is what you see a lot in our industry and in alternative is, you know, they'll go, Hey, fix your adrenals. And that's like, no, your adrenals are part of a system. You have to address the whole system, you know? Right. And so when we try to isolate something, it's, it's so crazy to me that we even think that would work, <laughs> you know, right. it's like try Try, um, you know, try cutting off one arm and tell me how well, you know, what do you have to do now, right? There's... There's physiological yeah, right. We don't happen. live. We 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 try as humans. We try to live in an isolated environment. We have isolated homes and communities, but we're still a 
part of the planet and the earth and even though we dump our garbage in the ocean over there it's still going to float around and affect us so i i really do appreciate mm-hmm. that that concept and that foundational look and the fact that you have to look at your body as a whole so um, and I like what I like about your five pillars is I feel like it's very modern. I mean, I, you know, when I was younger, I learned about the medicine wheel, mind, body, soul, and emotions, but, um, that doesn't cover things like DNA and it doesn't cover like gut health or in your immune system. It doesn't mm-hmm. cover that sort of thing. So that's been really, really helpful. Um, thank you, Maria. Good. So how about yeah. you in growing this business? Cause I mean, you've, again, you've, we've had lots of talks. I mean, you've done a lot. You've, you know, you may be a bit of an unknown in the, in the media for whatever reasons, but you've, you know, Thankfully. You've very, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's one of those things, right? Um, I've actually tried very hard to be that. So, you know, if I'm helping other people to build their business, you know, that's actually a good testimony to that, that, you know, I've, my business was a six figure business right out of the gate seven years ago, um, first year. And, you know, I've had lots of offers for TV shows, things like that. And I turn everything down because for what I do, I don't want to be known like that. You know, I don't want to be in the mainstream media. So if anybody can do it, you know, without all of that, you know, imagine if you did have some of that, it should be a no brainer, but I can help people learn how to build their business without having, you know, you don't have to have, you know, big, you don't have to be a big name to be successful. No, not at all. And so what were some of the things that, you know, you've learned, what are some of the, like, what's some of the best advice you've gotten in your business career? Because you've launched and, you know, although you hit six figures in your first year, you've obviously had trials and tribulations and challenges and life has definitely thrown things in your way um, as you've gone along. So what's kind of been some of the best advice you've ever gotten Mm. to help you? I think life gave me the best advice, honestly, and that was to really, and it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but I learned, I got, you know, my hand got slapped so many times for this, which was, I never trusted, I didn't trust my intuition, I didn't trust myself, and, um, you know, when you're in a position when you're wanting to start your business or you're wanting to grow it, especially if you have any financial pressure, it's really easy um, to chase something or the simple solution and you know it if anybody gives you the real answer it takes a lot of freaking blood sweat and tears you know to make a business and you know my story I was a single mom my daughter was like 18 months old um, when I got divorced and so I had start I had nothing I lost everything I started completely from scratch and um, I was a full-time pre-med student I was already a homeopath by then so I had I was running an acute care practice during the day, all day, and I was a full-time pre-med student at the same time, you know, and I'm, I was a straight-A pre-med student. I was determined that that wasn't going to affect my grades, my life, and I was building my program on the side all while being a single parent, doing it completely by myself, and um, so, you know, I had a lot of pressure, not just to make everything work, but, you know, I had to pay for everything myself. I had to put a roof over my daughter's head. And, um, you know, that's good motivation. So I will say one of the best things I could give for advice would be have play it such a big game that you have a lot at stake. Um, that will move you, you know, when you have, it's like, there's a saying, when you have a vision that's big enough, that calls you through the pain of transformation. Um, that's it. I mean, I had a friend who kept asking me for advice year over year over year. And I finally said to him, he's like, what can I do? I want to be successful. Like you, I said, have a baby. (laughs) <laughs> and I literally joked, I joked about it because I was like, you don't have enough at stake. You're living, you know, with your parents. You don't, you just don't have anything to lose. There's no sense of urgency. Um, and, you know, it depends where you're at. You know, not everybody may want to build a huge business or, you know, whatever your, your goal is. But for me, I wanted a certain lifestyle 
and I don't need to be a millionaire. I want to have enough money that my daughter learns a different conversation about money. I want her to learn how to make money, not just how to stay out of debt. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I had a lot of things that were motivating me on top of like, I want to save people's lives and I want to help people get freedom. Um, So that's it. I would just, you know, really, I don't think it's hard to, honestly. (laughs) I've traveled in a lot of third world countries and and it's the consciousness that changes things. Um, You know, I see the people out there busting their chops trying to make money and they usually end up making it, you know, versus the people who aren't kind of staying ahead of it and really working their butt off. So not to be so menial, but, you know, honestly, I think a lot of times people sell the, the, you know, the rosy path and like, it's so easy to be an entrepreneur. It's like, no, it's not, but it's very rewarding, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. definitely not easy. I think you could attest to that too. No, it's not easy, but I think it's a worthy goal. One of the things that I really appreciate about it is that I think it's just, it's, In my life, I've always been the guy that I never wanted to fish. I wanted to learn how to fish. And I feel like by running a business, like most people have a hard enough time managing their own finances, let alone budget for your business and your own finances on top of it. Do you know, like the financial (laughs) discipline that you learn, even if you're like mediocre at it, will still be far superior by having had to learn those skills than it would be if you just on your own. I mean, most people are living paycheck to paycheck. They don't, you know, like they just don't have that foresight. And just even the skills of understanding how, like what really drives the economy, how does like, Mm -hmm. how do businesses actually make sales? Like an understanding, like having a real, I mean, knowledge will set you free. Knowledge really is power. And I feel that that's one of the things that I've really learned just through trying to be successful in business is just being able to, to sift sort and screen like the hearsay versus like reality, the truth. That's, that's, I think the biggest thing I get down to the, like the reality, like the truth. Yeah. Well, even mindset. Yes. Yeah. Even mindset, you know, like really money is everywhere. Yeah. So when I have people go, Oh, I don't have money or I'm living paycheck to paycheck or like, Oh, I couldn't imagine making money like that. I'm like, I'm sorry you believe that because that is such a lie. You've been told go to Vegas, just go to Vegas for one day and look around. And I think as an entrepreneur, you have to be looking for opportunity everywhere you are. I don't care if you're walking to the mailbox, you should be looking for opportunity. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Anything you're doing, you know how I am. You've gone to events with me. You've been at mm-hmm. events with me. I'm making deals there. I'm closing deals. I'm networking. <laughs> you're paying for the events you've gone to before you've even, like, the first day's finished. I, I remember that. That's, I was so that's impressed. My goal. I was like, did she just do that? <laughs> yeah. That's my goal. I'm like, you know, I that's what I learned being a single mom. Where yep, it's like, yep. no, if I'm going to invest this money, I'm going to go there and I'm going to make it back. I'm not going there just to learn. I'm going to make it work too. So yeah, yeah. I love that. I (laughs) I think that's where I learned like, Oh my gosh, it's everywhere. You know, if you're really looking for it. Well, and you know, you've been in so many circles with very high level entrepreneurs across a lot of different uh, industries and in different groups and different circles. So uh, before I was going to ask about what kind of mistakes do you see people making, but I want to see what are the similarities that you see among the people that are really making a difference that are really like, you know, that are really, are really going places that are really having success and uh, everybody like one thing I just want to say is everybody goes through problems. Everybody goes through drama. Everybody has fear. Everybody makes mistakes. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful is the successful people work through it. Um, So Marie, what are some of the things that you feel are common or are habits that have led to your success or their success? Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you hands down the most important one and I'll even I'll even preface this with saying, you know, I'm getting ready to rebrand my program into a specific niche right now. 
to where literally I'm at a place where I can go to almost every A-lister, entrepreneur, online marketer, big name on a personal level and get them on board with this, right? Uh Now, so what I'll say, the number one thing is networking and networking smart. Um, You know, it it really, that old adage of it's not who you know, it's what, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know is so true. (laughs) I mean, there's an element to both, but I... I have done more in my business. I mean, my first two years, I didn't spend a dime in marketing. Okay. It literally was on the relationships I had built. Mm. So I went to people's events and I, I invested in their events. You know, I invested in their products. Mm-hmm. So I didn't just invest in their product. Most people will buy a product, go home and learn it. You know, mm. I invested in that product as a doorway to create a connection with the owner or that person. Mm. You know, so when I do that, I want to, I make sure I build a relationship during the opportunity that I have while I'm using their product to connect with them and build a relationship and then create um, a lot of reciprocity, you know, so create a lot of value for them before you ask for anything. Right. And I think that's I think you're right. I think that it is really important. And especially because we're social creatures, we're social humans. And I think that that a big part of exactly you said, I mean, people can open doors, the the six degrees of separation. If you have a small network, if you grew up in a small town and, you know, you don't know a lot of people, you have to go out there and get around other people. And even there's a networking component because people can connect you to resources or people or opportunities that you can't access on your own. But even on top of that, I feel that I just had a brain fart. What was I going to say on top of that? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's the connection. It, people are, we're community-based people. We're human. We want human interaction. So like, kind of like, I'll just piggyback on what you were saying. You can't sit behind your computer and think you're going to completely grow a business. Right. You have to actually get out there. So if you live in a small town, it's even more important for you. You got to get off your butt, get on an airplane, get to the places where the people you need to connect with are there right. and make sure you make those connections. But it's the feel. It's the touch and feel. You have to. People have to have that. Yes. I guarantee you every big name out there, the reason they connected is from that. I guarantee almost alone from the people. It's like we used to call it the boys club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, think, of, a lot of stuff happens in that. <laughs> well, and there's the boys club. And then again, it comes back to like who you associate with. I remember what I was going to say. I was going to mention even if the person, the people you're connecting with in your meeting aren't even if they're not going to connect you with an opportunity or someone that you need to connect with, they just might be someone that you can pick up the phone and talk to who understands what you're going through and either has done it before and can provide advice or, you know what I mean? Like that whole, like the, that is such a, that is such a great point. I watch people network now and I'm like, you're so socially awkward. Like you got to learn how to network properly. And if you're, if you're only going to connect with, say there's a big name there and you get an opportunity to talk with them, Lots of times people are thinking, oh, my gosh, i got to get them on board to sell my program. I guarantee you you'll always lose if you do that. Like you absolutely have to think, build the relationship no matter what you get out of it because I guarantee you down the road there will be something. I've had, you know, I built a relationship where I was like, oh, if there's nothing I can get out of it from that person or there's nothing they could do for me, mm. that's baloney. And it's proven me wrong time and time again because that one person ended up connecting me to the right person. You know, because of their relationship. So, you know, don't look at it from what people can give you or do for you. You know, it's really important to build relationships, good relationships, you know, that are there no matter what, not looking for anything out of it. And I guarantee you a lot will come out of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a great tip. That is such a great tip. 
So do you ever feel anything was ever holding you back in your business career? Do you feel that there's ever anything that impeded you and that once you got through it, things really like the lid started to blow off the top or? <laughs> um, only myself. <laughs> and to be honest, I feel, yeah. like you, I feel like you kind of already mentioned it. I mean, you, you yep. had something that could really help people and you just got out there in the world and you started building connections and putting in the hours. And we talked about this before the call, but the whole balance thing, like I, I don't really feel that, I think that that hurts a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to make sure you take care of your health and you need to make sure that right. you've got a list of, I have three lists that I keep. I have a list of uh, family members that they're not necessarily everyone in your family you stay close with, but family members that I know I need to keep like relationships that are really important to me. Then I have a list of my top 25 VIPs. And these are people that um, I know in one way, shape or form I want to stay in touch with either because of who they are and they are someone that I see as a role model or they're just someone that I think, you know what I mean? Like that there's something potential Absolutely. there. There's I've, my top 25 VIPs. And then I have a third list where which are just like my real friends, like like the pe- the people you call if you just want a weekend to go party, get drunk, or if you just want to go and sit at someone's house and just relax a little bit. Like people, like almost like your childhood friends that you grew up with. People that may not be, the, you know, like yeah, know. your homies. Exactly. Your yeah, pit, the people I that keep you grounded <laughs> in who you are as a person. Because I think it's easy to get caught up in your role as a job or your goal and living in your future self. But you need to keep like those real, like you know, like if the world were on fire, who are the people that I know I could count on? And you need to have that list right. as well. Um, community, community is very important. You so, know, a lot of people try to go it alone, and it's definitely a big, big issue. And I'll say to your balancing, I would say it's more about counterbalance. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's not about balance. It's like, what are you doing to keep the other side, you know, what is the counterbalance to what you want to do, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of the analogy I was giving about the NASCAR thing. It's like, fine, you want to go do that, then you just obviously got to have, you got to be prepared for, you know, the counterbalance of that. Right. You're going to go spend, a, you got to go spend a lot of money. You want to make a lot of money or yep. you're going to have a problem. Yep. Yeah. So, no, but I think that's sense. I think that's a perfect analogy because that's even um, just because I know I, I like to work a lot. It means I have to make sure I exercise every day because I spend a lot of time sitting down or on the phone like this or whatever. Exactly. So I think that I know exactly what you mean. You got to have your counterbalance in place. Otherwise, you're going to just drive yourself off of a cliff. Absolutely. And just to answer your other question about what um, what I see common that other successful people do, um, it plays into the exact same question you asked me about what I learned my lessons. And really, it's that I'm always moving forward. Like some, sometimes when people ask me, you know, what um, what those mistakes I've made, I'm like, I don't even think about those because if you're so busy thinking about your mistakes from yesterday, you're probably not moving forward. And momentum is everything. Mm. So that that's what I see with these successful people. It's like we're moving forward so quickly. Um, I, I had gotten a term 10 years ago, and it's called fail forward. That helped me so much because I didn't get stuck when I thought I was failing. I don't even call it that because I realized that every time I get a hiccup like that, it's like it's always helping me for the next step. So if I get focused on a failure or what I perceive as a failure, I get you're gonna get you're gonna get sucked up and eaten by that, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I'm moving forward so quickly that if you really want to play with those big names and you want to play at that level, you have to be there too because you're gonna get lost in the dust. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of people do that. They're just focusing on what's not working. About it's mm-hmm. like, find what is working. Move. Keep yep. going. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
there's a quote, I think Winston Churchill, I think it was, he's like, if you're going through hell, keep going, you know, yep, <laughs> there's no point. Exactly. In yeah. There's, there's no point in stopping to hang out. Keep moving. You know, you don't it's like it. So true. get through it. True. I'm telling so. you, there's a reason why that term mover and shaker came up. You know, that's mm-hmm. really what it means. It's like, we just don't get hung up on what's not working. It's we use that as a, as a tool as fuel to, you know, the new solution yeah. and just be a solution maker. That's yeah. so huge. You know, yeah. I, was just, I mean, tie it in with the health and everything else. I mean, the, one of the things that bothers me the most is like, if someone, like if I have an ache or pain, I, I just, I, I have, maybe it's ADHD or whatever you want to call it, but I have to do something about it. I can't sit there and not try to solve it. So uh, same thing, mover and shaker, <laughs> you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. Cause at least once you get it going, you get feedback, you've got, momentum you've got direction right I mean, stag the growth I, you know the sun's always going up or down it doesn't really stand still everything's always changing stagnation is death so you have to focus on growth and moving forward yeah so yeah you definitely will never find the answers in the stagnation so yeah. and you know when you're moving forward more possibilities are going to be revealed to you mm-hmm. and uh if you're looking for them you know yeah. so yeah that's huge so do you have any books or anything you'd recommend to people that would help them in their career and whether it's for health or, or wealth or, or business success yeah i really like mindset stuff um and not in a woo-woo way i'm very non-woo-woo kind of person mm-hmm. um you know there's got to be a lot of common sense to stuff that i learned so the mm-hmm. two books i that are my favorite of all time have been from two of my mentors. Um, one is Dan Tacchini and it's called killing the victim before the victim kills you. And that's a powerful, he's one of the most powerful people I've known in my lifetime. Um, and the other one is my other mentor named Ennio Salucci and his book is called reality for a change. Mm. What's that book about? Uh, it's a little bit about his journey. Um, they're both, they're both trainers in a, specific type of training that teach you a lot of this mindset stuff too. But, um, you know, he's had, he had leukemia and so it's just really teaching the difference between all this stuff about being happy, you know, and all that really learning how, learning what, what joy means. And so no matter what your circumstances are, how to find joy in the chaos, um, that kind of stuff. So a lot of it's just reorient, reorient, reorienting yourself into more of a reality based focus, you know, and how we look at things, how we see things, mm-hmm. you know, how we see life through, right? Because we all got rosy colored glasses on sometimes. Yep. yep. And, um, yeah. So it just, it takes the things that we make really big in life and help put it in a different perspective. So they don't have much of a hold on us. And I think that that's really true. I mean, Marcus Aurelius in his book, Meditations, he wrote down, it's not what happens to you. It's how you react to what happens to you that determines the outcome. And I think, you know, I mean, there's certain things. I mean, if a giant boulder is about to crush your head, all right, that, you know, that's going to affect you no matter, how you, no matter how you feel about it. But there's different things that most, you know, a lot of things in people's lives, it's exactly, it's how they react. And you, like, again, we talked about stagnation. Are you focused on the past? Are you focused on, you know what I mean? Or are you focused on the present totally. and, the future and where you want to go? So, um, that's a huge, huge, huge key. I mean, my parents are very avid bowlers, and one of the things is like where your eyes are, the ball goes. And so that's a huge mm-hmm. thing is that if you're focused on the past or behind or what's going there, that's where you're headed, right? So, so true. Oh, my gosh. If I didn't have some of those things I learned from those books and some of the mentors I had, I mean, I, I'm not joking. I, there's many times I threw myself on the floor and threw an absolute four-year-old temper tantrum. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I quit this is stupid. I'm going back to a nine to five. You know what I mean? Like I so many times wanted to give up and I just had to throw the tantrum because I knew what I knew already because of those books and because I had trained my mind. 
And then you just get back on the horse and you go, okay, I feel better now. And then back at it, right? (laughs) It's like I've learned that those temper tantrums every time were because I was about to make a massive transformation, a massive breakthrough. And that's every time. It's the quiet before the storm. I don't know that it was very quiet. It was a loud temper tantrum. But, um, (laughs) you know, but that's what I learned. It's, you know, so... Anytime you want to give up, that's where those books really help me, you know, reorient my mind into giving up's not an option. So I didn't even think of it. Um, but I wanted to scream it and say, yeah, but I didn't operate on my emotion. I operate on my commitments, you know, my vision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that's such a great, <laughs> just a great note to leave things on. Maria, so what are you working on now? What are you most excited about? Ooh, I'm very excited right now. Um, in a nutshell, uh, my you know my program is really for anybody and everybody, not just sick, but people who don't ever want to get sick. But really, I realized through a series of things that have happened recently, um, one of it just watching a lot of my friends in the entrepreneurial space, getting the diagnosis, watching it take down their business, their family, their life, everything. And I found that I constantly had this feeling inside of my body of, oh, I could have kept that from happening, you know, if they only would listen. And, um, and it just over and over and over and over that story. And I started realizing that, you know what, that's my tribe. Um, you know, the entrepreneur is my space. They're my people. We're a rare breed. We think different. We act different. We're all, we're all control freaks. (laughs) We're all headstrong, (laughs) right? We're all headstrong. We want our life the way we want it. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do what we're doing if that wasn't the case. We would just do what somebody else tells us to do otherwise. And, um, so I started realizing that's my passion. My passion is protecting my entrepreneurs and, um, I honestly truly care for them. I mean, I have people who are really close friends and some that I've worked with for years, like Frank Kern and, and Evan Pagan and people like that. And I think all the time about them, like if something happens to them, I'm going to be so, so mad, you know? <laughs> and so I said, you know what, I need to create a movement. And this movement is debunking all the baloney that everybody thinks they're healthy and waits until the diagnosis. And there's no kind of in between this, you know, rosy Disneyland view of like, I'm good. I work out. I drink smoothies. I do yoga Mm -hmm. to, oh, shit, I just got this diagnosis. I thought I was healthy, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to bridge that gap. And so, yeah, I'm in the middle right now of kind of rebranding and niching what I do even more. Um, I'll, my program will still be operating, but I'm going to create kind of a different um, feel to it. So it's just speaking directly to the entrepreneur and helping them understand a little bit because nobody in the world is doing it the way I'm doing it. So it definitely, you know, takes some time to, of course, right. create the education there, you know. So if I can teach you how to upgrade your vices that you don't want to let go of because you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that won't harm you. <laughs> You know, like really people don't even believe it, but you know, you've lived, you, I mean, you've lived, you lived around me enough, you know, in the space to see, I, I don't, am I ever deprived of having fun or having crazy things you didn't even know existed? No, no, no not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, I'm like, oh, come on people. Like you can live like me. I, I love what I do. I have the best time ever. I don't feel deprived in any way. How to travel and stay healthy. That's an important one for entrepreneurs. Um, you know, and I teach people how to set up their own pharmacy and this is not like old mother Hubbard's cupboard, you know, like these, you know, have your honey and your garlic, you know, those are, those are great, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about some of the most powerful medicines on the planet that you didn't even know existed 
And then you have it at your fingertips, right? You like to solve your problems. You have pain, you know, instead of turning to something toxic for you, now you can turn to something non-toxic, but that works even faster. So, you know, things like that. And it's like, I want to get this entrepreneur mindset who all want freedom to be able to actually protect their freedom. Because the only freedom, because a lot of freedom can be taken away. The only thing that can't be taken away from you is your health if you have good health. Right. Um, so, you know, you want to protect your business, your life, your family, you know, and your money. They all are going to be compromised by your health. That's the fun. That's the most basic fundamental. And most of the time, I think most entrepreneurs think I'm indestructible. I'm fine, you know, but they worry about maybe their wife and kids, but I'm good. And they don't realize that, you know, they are the foundation of their family most of the time. And, um, you know, we got to stop and put first things first. And so, yeah, so I'm really just trying to create a movement here of, okay, entrepreneurs, let's all walk our walk and talk our talk and, you know, let's protect ourselves. So I just kind of feel like I'm the warrior to protect my tribe. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to be, I'm going to be starting with, you know, working with all the A-listers and, you know, getting them all to taste it and be a part of it and uh, help because with them, they can create a movement. They can have a reach of hundreds and thousands of millions of people if we wanted to. And, you know, then we can truly change the planet. I have so many of them talking about wanting to change the world. And I'm like, you don't understand the system that's really operating this world. And if we're feeding that system, we're just spinning our way, our wheels, you know? Mm. So, mm. so there's a lot of stuff I'm doing. And I'm like, that's cool. They may not even realize what I'm really doing. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I'm doing it to leave a legacy and, and, uh, that's all that matters to me. So, yeah, we're... so yeah, so I'm really excited about that. So how does someone get in touch with you if they're interested, if they're like, all right, I've got my five pillars, but I want more info and I'm not, you know, they want to get involved in what I'm calling the entrepreneur protection program. Um, how do they reach out to you? How do they get in touch? <laughs> the best thing for your audience um, is to send, I mean, you kind of go around the typical, you know, funnel and way of getting through to us, um, which we do a whole application process. But if it's, you know, somebody from your audience, Daryl, I would say just send an email to my assistant, Teresa, her email is support at intentionalnetwork.com. And just say that you're from, you know, Daryl's audience and we will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll help yeah, you know, get okay. people to the right place. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Thank you. So that was support at intentionalnetwork.com. Um, Maria, thank you so much. Was there anything I didn't ask that I should have asked? I mean, you've given such good, <laughs> awesome content. I'm like, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't? No, I think it's great. I mean, we actually went into more health than business stuff. I wasn't expecting to do that, but, you know, I could talk for 10,000 hours on that. So hmm. I actually love both subjects. So, you know, I love helping people with business. You know that we've, we do a lot of masterminds. I, I have a lot of people come to me for help with business building. So, um, I really just appreciate getting to talk about both. That was really fun. Yeah, so well, thank no, you. You've got such a wide, ver- uh, you, sorry, you've got such a well-versed skill set in both. I mean, you're definitely no slouch in the business world. You've built a very nice, very, very impressive business that's helping, um, hundreds of people, if not thousands of people around the world. I can attest to it to myself. So I'm definitely, uh, uh um, a success story somewhat i think i i gotta get back on the wagon a little bit but for the most part like i've just i've seen the way you've helped other people our friends um and i know whenever i'm not feeling well you always just i I believe i truly do believe that 
um, that if I follow your system to a T, which I've already committed to you that I was going to, <laughs> that I won't have to worry about getting sick again. And I, I have full faith in that because I've already seen that in our other peers and associates. So I'm just grateful that you could get on the call awesome. and help some of our friends and peers here because I know that, again, like it's not easy to survive. It is a jungle out there. We're all fighting for survival. And if you don't have your health, then you really are at a disadvantage because without your health, you've got nothing, you know, because that's – you are that's it you can you know you can't do much with a brain in a jar so um, thank you maria for coming on the call and for sharing your info with us absolutely thanks daryl i really appreciate it you've reached the end of our interview now first let me thank you for listening i appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know and now i'd like to ask you a couple of questions first what three lessons did you just learn What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. Uh, You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.